Have you finished your personal statement yet? Now's the perfect time to get it professionally reviewed by a medical school HQ expert advisor. We have former directors of admissions, admissions officers, and the like on our small team of amazing people. They have the inside knowledge from reading thousands and thousands and thousands, tens, if not 100,000 personal statements going through the process and setting up the process for their whole committee. They know exactly what medical schools look for and the common red flags that can get your entire application thrown out. Take advantage of our flash sale right now, going through May 6th, up to 6,000 characters reviewed for just $150. That's a $75 discount on our regular price. Go to editmyps.com. Again, that's editmyps.com. If you're applying to medical school in 2022 to start medical school in 2023, join me Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, or Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern at premedworkshop.com. Go register today. I'm going to show you how to tell your story in your application. Again, that's premedworkshop.com. If you are applying to medical school in 2022, be there or be square. The Medical School HQ Podcast, session number 104. Hello, and welcome to the Medical School Headquarters podcast, where we believe that collaboration, not competition, is key to your pre-med success. I am your host, Dr. Ryan Gray, and in this podcast, we share with you stories, encouragement, and information that you need to know to help you on your path to becoming a physician. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of our 104th episode here at the Medical School Headquarters Podcast. Now, if you do the math, 104 divided by 2, or divided by 52, is 2. This is our two-year anniversary, and for that, I'm going to play you something. Hello, and welcome to the inaugural Medical School HQ Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gray. This podcast has been months in the making ever since my wife and I started MedicalSchoolHQ.net, which has well over 50,000 views now, I knew that a podcast was the next step in distributing information to the readers. Medical School HQ was started because my wife and I, who are both physicians, remember what it was like to go through the pre-med process with little to no help. Wow. You remember that, Allison? Yes. That's awesome. It is awesome, Ryan. It's it's really amazing. Two years later. Yeah, it's funny. I go back and listen to that, and I was so nervous talking on the microphone. I can tell because I know you well. <laughs> I read that whole thing. I'm sure everybody <laughs> knew that I was just reading off of uh, what I had pre-written. But you know what? It was a start. And Absolutely. I, and, and I think, I hope that's a lesson maybe that everybody can take from it is you have to start from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So for for you non-traditional students out there, there are a lot of you that are listening to this podcast and you want to become a physician, you just need to start. Mm-hmm. And take a leap of faith. It may be ugly to begin with, like this first podcast. Oh, you're being hard on yourself. It was not ugly. The first time I was on the podcast, now that was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I was so much more nervous than you were. Oh my goodness. I think I was sweating bullets. I had a, a friend 
email me after we released the first podcast or a couple, and he emailed. He goes, "Hey, were you reading that?" Oh, <laughs> he called me out on it. I don't see. I think maybe for experienced podcasters, they might recognize, but I think I I wouldn't have known. Yeah, except that I know you. You you do know me. So that's awesome. 104 episodes, two years in the making. Just four episodes ago, we celebrated our 100th podcast. But I knew we wanted to, I, I knew I wanted to do something a little bit different as well for our two year anniversary, our 104th podcast. And it just happens to be that we're releasing this right around Thanksgiving here in the US. And the majority of you listen, uh, listening, our. Uh, are in the U.S., and we do have our Canadian brethren up north. And they uh, celebrated Thanksgiving a month ago. Did they? Yes, they did. What Canadian, day is that? It's the first Monday of October. See? We got the Canadian uh, contingent here in the studio. <laughs> it's awesome. Yay! So what I wanted to talk about today was talk about some things that we are thankful for f- uh, from having this podcast, but also just being physicians. I think, Allison, you would agree that in medicine nowadays, there's a lot of negativity towards being a physician, and a lot of it's coming from physicians. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we'll talk about the, this book. What's it called? Complicated? No, no, no that's the Tulgonde That's the Tulgonde. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, that's um, a great book. Oh, my goodness. I have to look it up now. Yeah. Anyway, there's just there's so much negativity, and, and I'm sure as as you continue on your pre-med journey, you will be told, don't do it. Don't go into medicine. It's not worth it. The name of the book you're thinking of is Doctored. Doctored, yes. It's really sad. The title is The Disillusionment of an American Physician. It's it's sad. Yeah. But anyway. But there so, is. There is. There's a lot of disillusionment. Yeah. And I think that's always been one of the goals here on the podcast is to show you kind of everything there there are some struggles on the other side there are some struggles as you go through the process but in the end if you have the right reasons for what you are doing then you'll be fine on the other end as long as you keep those in mind yep would you agree absolutely i firmly believe that no matter what the landscape of healthcare looks like i will forever be grateful uh, and feel privileged to be to be a physician and to have the responsibility we do and to be able to practice medicine. Yeah. So even if we have an apocalypse or something and zombies take over the planet, my worst fear, and uh, you know we're there's nothing remotely like what we have now, and maybe all the broken parts are also gone away. I will still be grateful that for the knowledge, the skills, the just to to have. To, to be a physician. There's a lot that's rewarding. And I am thankful for that. That is awesome. So what I want to do, I want to first, I'm I'm going back to... Need a hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine. So listening to that, that initial podcast, it said we'd have over 50,000 page views, I think, at that time. We're... Over six hundred thousand now page views. What? What? <laughs> We're over two hundred thousand podcast downloads. That's so cool. Which is amazing, and we continue to grow every day. And a lot of that is because you that are listening right now, 
you continue to give us great feedback. We have over 225 star ratings in iTunes, which is amazing. There are so many established, amazing podcasts out there that have nowhere near that. And so for you taking the time to to go to medicalschoolhq.net slash iTunes and leave that rating and review, which we ask for typically at the end of every episode, 220 plus of you have done that. And and I want to thank you for that. So I'm I am thankful for you. I am but as well. Y- you are also going and sharing that content because we couldn't grow without you sharing it. So you are going and telling your classmates, you're going and putting it on Twitter and Facebook and wherever else, letting people know, hey, stop reading SDN. Uh-huh. Go check out the podcast over here. So we, we thank you for that. I love too recently how you posted on Facebook, Ryan, and asked a question about where, or maybe it was Twitter. I, I never know, but you asked people where are they listening, and people were taking pictures of where they mm-hmm. listen, and all oh, it was so cool. People were posting pictures of their dashboard because they listen in the car, and it's one, awesome. One, one person tweeted that she was uh, listening while cleaning, right? Which was awesome, and and that was at the end of the last podcast. I think I said, "Hey, send us a picture while you're listening to this right now." Right. And we got uh, a bunch of good ones. Well, that's the beauty of podcasting. You can listen anywhere. You can. So let's talk about the things that we are thankful for in general. And and let's just start with being a physician, uh, Allison. What what are you thankful for about having that MD in, in your case or, or a DO at the end of your name and being able to call yourself a physician? I think that every day I try to leave the office feeling as though I've made a difference in some way. And I think that being a physician and and practicing medicine gives you the opportunity to have that reward every day that you can make a difference. And it may be very small, but it's a difference. And I think some people enter the field of medicine, they, they want to become physicians because they want to save lives. And I think that's admirable. I think that when it comes to real life and reality for a lot of physicians, you may not necessarily be saving lives on a daily basis, um, but you may be doing something that is very important and that your patients value so very much and that affects their quality of life in a huge way. And so that's, I think, the thing I value most that that. Uh, I can hopefully every day leave the office it, besides all the stuff that we complain about, the paperwork, the this, the that, the administrative stuff, the bureaucratic red tape, the insurance companies, blah, blah, blah. The point is that all of that fades away into the the background when you have a patient sitting with you and telling you, you know what, it's it's really so amazing that I... I used to have headaches every single day and now I can live my life again um, and I, I'm i headache free. I mean, that may seem really small and insignificant, but for somebody who's dealing with debilitating migraines or something like that uh, every single day and, and feel they're feeling like they can't function, for them to say, you fixed me, I feel like a new person. I can't even tell you, that brings me joy. That brings me so much joy. And especially I have to add as a neurologist, Ryan likes to make fun all the time about how I just sit in my chair and diagnose people, but don't actually have anything to offer. And that's not so true. That's not true. And the other thing I think, um, particularly when I was um, more heavily inpatient, now I do a lot of outpatient work, but 
impatient when you're seeing people who are dying and are at the end of life and you're um, trying to help their family through one of the worst times ever and, and you're trying to just be there, be that sort of um, that that constant presence in the background or, or in the foreground who can just try to help educate and reassure and just be there and help ease suffering and, and try to help that person have a dignified death. I mean, something like that. So very different at the very other end of the spectrum. Um, for me, that is so rewarding. Again, just being able to make a difference. And it comes in so many different ways, shapes and sizes. You can't, I think as a pre-med, I, I couldn't contemplate uh, all that being a physician and practicing could mean in terms of making a difference. That's awesome. You know, one of, one of the biggest things I think I'm thankful for that I enjoy is the ability to not necessarily cure somebody because in, in my job, I'm not really curing people. I, I see people for kind of everyday mundane stuff as a primary care doctor. But my ability to reassure patients that everything's going to be okay and that is such a huge part of healing in of itself you don't the the reassurance that what you are struggling with right now is a viral illness you don't need antibiotics you don't need a z-pack you don't need this you don't need that just go home good old-fashioned rest and fluid intake and some good old warm chicken noodle soup and you'll be fine after a couple of days. That the body is a is a miraculous thing that is able to heal itself most of the time, and and I think a lot of physicians are scared to to stand and put their foot down and go, no, you you are fine. Just give it a couple of days, mm-hmm. and if you are not fine after a couple of days, then come back and we'll talk some more. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be comfortable telling patients that and 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 saying it confidently and and kind of giving them something to to be confident in, in in your confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Reassurance is huge. I think about with my job, I see a lot of athletes uh, who've had concussion. I see a lot of people in general who've had concussion. But I think there's so much uncertainty and, and fear now in, in the media. And I mean, if you look at the recent NFL lawsuit, there there's so much that we still don't know about concussion and so much uh, uncertainty and, and fear with a lot of young athletes and older athletes about what does it mean that I've now hit my head three times and uh, they're terrified about what the future holds. And it's nice to be able to reassure them and to let them know that they look good. They, they have a normal exam. Their imaging looks good. I mean, all the things we do on a daily basis, it means so much to that person sitting in the chair. Uh, And I think you and I both know that too, because we've been on the other side of things and it's it's a very big deal to be reassured as a doctor who is now a patient in when you're sitting with with someone and and to feel like you you feel safe, you feel okay knowing that they're going to be taking care of you and reassuring you. So, absolutely reassurance is huge, huge with healing. Yeah, one of the I I know I've mentioned it on on the podcast before. One of the best moments that I like as a physician is being in the room behind closed doors, one on one with a patient. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I think I shine. I I I am able to kind of let everything else go, and just be there with the patient. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm thankful I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I'm thankful that that patients and their families and 
Uh, and that's something else to be pa- thankful for is patients that allow me to take care of them. Absolutely. We forget that, and I may have said this once before, but we forget that patients come into the office and completely, hopefully, you know, let I let it all show. I mean, they get naked. They they tell us their deepest, darkest fears, and we should always be thankful for that. Definitely. Because, I mean, that's how we diagnose. That's how we help people. Yeah, we talked about Not that. Not because we want to see a bunch uh, of people naked. <laughs> we talked about that in the Get Touchy Feely podcast episode. Ah, yes. Remember okay. that one? Yes, yes, yes. Um, anything else you're thankful for being a physician, being a neurologist? I love getting to work with a whole bunch of people every day, um, working in a team. I, I do. I think, um, you know, again, particularly in the inpatient setting where you're just, you're working with lots of people all the time and, and each, every person has their role and that role is so crucial. Um, I, I'm thankful for that. I think, as I've said, you really can't do a lot in medicine these days by yourself. And to be honest, I don't think it would be very fun to just sit like I can't even imagine um, sitting in an office all by yourself with nobody around and having people come in and see you. And it just it wouldn't be fulfilling in in the way that it is when you work with a team and, and you all work together to to help people and get things done. Uh, and, and I know that there are lots of fields and, and um bodies of work that involve teamwork, but I think I really appreciate that and I'm thankful for that in medicine. Um, and I'm thankful for just the way that our medical structure works. Uh, the the um, the beauty of the teaching structure that medicine has. And I don't think they have this in law school. I mean, in, in law school, you do your internship and then you become like a big fancy corporate attorney right away or something. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. That's what my friends say. <laughs> no, that's not at all. That's I, how the TV show works, right? Right, right. That's what they say on Suits. No, no. Um, or Franklin Bash. <laughs> no, but I, I really, I have so much respect and and, and love really for the the, t- the way that medicine is taught and uh, the the just the teaching infrastructure that exists. So I, I'm really thankful for that because I think it's it's part of, just like how we love to be on this podcast and, and talk to you and, and tell you out they're all about uh, what we think is is helpful and important and, and on the road to becoming a physician. Um, it's in the same way when you're in the hospital and you're, you're teaching medical students and residents, you're helping grow the next uh, generation of physicians, helping to pass on knowledge and make things bigger and better all the time. Uh, so I'm thankful for that too. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love being able to share all that. And it's, it's amazing that we get these reviews that I talked about earlier, over 220 ratings and we get reviews. The last couple reviews have talked specifically about our podcast helping students get into medical school. Right, so one here from C. John F. says, you can count this longtime listener as yet another student you've helped get accepted to a great MD program. I know that is so awesome. That is the oh, goosebumps. That's amazing. Yeah. That is so cool. It's it's awesome. And um, there was another one. Uh, I can't find it right now. There was another one just um, just recently as well that they got into medical school as well. So if you're just starting out listening to this podcast, go back, start at number one, even though it was pretty terrible. Oh, you are so hard on yourself. It's ridiculous. I think you should all tweet Ryan and tell him it really wasn't that bad because it really wasn't. He won't believe me. Go, go start at number one and, and listen. And I, I 
would almost guarantee you that the information that you'll get from the podcasts will will help you get into medical school. Yeah, and congratulations to all of you out there who have who are listeners and and have gotten into medical school. It's so amazing, and we're so so honored to have been part of your journey and and to have provided you help along your way. And thank you for letting us know. You have no idea how. We dance around the living room. We get so excited uh, when we hear that that one of you out there has gotten in, maybe because of something that we said, or you know, some uh, some advice that Ryan was able to to get from somebody he interviewed. Maybe one of my crazy tangents that you listened to that <laughs> that helped. <laughs> crazy tangents. I yeah. digress. And yes. and I and I'll, I'll offer this guarantee: if if you listen to all 104 podcasts and you don't get into medical school. We'll refund you the money that you paid for the podcast. Ryan, the podcast is free. Oh, it's free. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> anyway, that's awesome. So yes, we're we're thankful for for being physicians and everything we get to do as physicians. And I think that's something that that I want you to take home right now is is that yes, you can be a physician. And still be thankful for being a physician. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, they talk about um, people, what makes headlines and, you know, things like when, for example, when somebody goes out to a restaurant and the, the food was terrible or the service was terrible, that person is a lot more likely to write something nasty on Yelp than somebody who had yep. the best dinner ever and had a great time. And like that person who recently wrote on, a, they wrote a terrible Yelp review and, and the owner wrote them back and, and the skating thing, it was hilarious. But anyway, see, I digress again. <laughs> But um, yeah, um, so people, my point is people are more likely, I think, to complain. And I think in healthcare, we obviously know that there is a lot that's broken, but that's what's making headlines. People talking about all the things that are broken and wrong. And I, I'm certainly not trying to downplay any of that. We have clear problems, real, real problems in this country with our healthcare system and and so many people who um, need better healthcare. Um, but there, what is not making headlines? Well, there are still a lot of us out here practicing physicians who who still wake up every morning and are thankful and um, just feel privileged to have this role and to be able to help patients out there and and help each other and and make a difference. Um, you know, and I have to say, Ryan, I just on a sad note. I was reading an article on Kevin MD the other day by um, someone who uh, who wrote about physician suicide. And she wrote about, it was, it was so sad. She showed pictures of these three uh, men and women who started out really happy kids and they went through medical school and, and then one of them, I think, into residency. But they, they all committed suicide at different times because of just how, um, how hard their journeys were at different points in medical school, in their training. And I just, I read that and I was so sad. And again, it's, you know, I mean, there there are problems. There, it's not an easy road. But, but if you are out there listening, just hold you know hold fiercely to your dreams and your your desire, your your ambition to do this because it is worth it. We we wouldn't lie to you, right? We try to provide you honest and up to date information. Is, we say that <laughs> it is worth it if you are doing it for the right reasons. Doing it for the right reasons. If you are informed, you know, if you are an informed person and uh, you know what you're getting into, you know that it's not all rainbows and sunshine and there, like anything else in life, there are challenges, but it is still, I, I wouldn't, I would do it all over again a hundred times. Wouldn't you? I would. 
One of the one of our more popular podcasts is episode forty five, which you can listen to at medicalschoolhq.net slash forty five. It's five reasons to go to medical school and five to not, mm. and I think that's an important one to listen to if you're on that that edge. If you don't know if medicine is right for you or if you're doing it for the right reasons, maybe your parents really want you to be a physician, and maybe you think being a physician will make you lots of money. Mm-hmm. There are many reasons why people want to become a physician. So listen to that one and, and see if you agree. And if you don't, let us know in the comments on that page. And one other other thing I think that I took away recently from reading that article and now just as we're talking here is just that we all should continue to be supportive of one another. You know, here we are, we're thankful for what we do. And and part of the the breakdown and what le- leads people into trouble and this article talked about it was was um, or this piece I should say was that we're not out there supporting each other enough. So pre meds out there, I mean, you are on such a challenging, such a hard journey, and and I'm sure there are days you feel like quitting and you feel like oh my god, this is never ending, and it's you've been working at this for so long, but. Um, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And, and just if you're pre-meds out there, support each other, you know, medical students out there, support each other, residents, my God, support each other. We all should be out there supporting each other. Um, because as Ryan says, at the beginning of every episode, it's, it's cooperation. It's, it's, um, it's not competition. That's going to make us better. Collaboration. It's collaboration. Exactly. And we, uh, you know, one of our members, uh, he applied several times and just got in. I mean, sometimes these journeys can be so long, but yeah. but they can be successful. I like it. Yeah, and you just, you mentioned one of our members. So we have the academy where we, it's a, a private advising community where you pay a small amount of money every month and you get us, you get our advice, you get the community, you get... Um, office hours where we meet once a month and, and kind of talk and, and talk about your issues. And we have a lot of members in there and five of them this year. I think everybody that applied has gotten into medical school so far. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. I want to play a clip real quick from one of them. I've been out of school for several years. And so to be able to be a part of people who were kind of going through the same thing and just having that atmosphere of being able to ask questions and be able to get answers uh, from people who are going through it and to be able to help folks who are also going through the same thing. You know, it's not really something I'm able to get doing what I do right now. I'm so far away from campus and that type of community. So just to have that here, it was a big help to me just simply going through, you know, to ease my questions about the MMI, to ease my questions about what interview day is going to look like, what the MCAT's going to look like, those kinds of things. That was Andrew. He applied for his first time this year and has been a member of the Academy now for six or seven months and crushed his interview at his top school. And uh, we'll probably go there. He's got a couple other interviews coming up as well. So that's awesome. Andrew, if you're listening, congrats again. Congrats. We had Brian that got into medical school. Melissa got into University of South Carolina. We have uh, Amanda got into medical school. So just awesome, awesome, awesome. So go to jointheacademy.net if you have no idea what we're talking about when we talk about this community and we talk about the academy. Go to jointheacademy.net, check it out. We will review your personal statements. We do mock interviews. We'll meet once a month for office hours. 
Uh, it's been an awesome journey with these students, and uh, I hope you listening that are applying next year, jump on board now, and we'll get you started for next year. Allison. Ryan. I think we'll make this a short episode this week. Okay. you have anything else to say? Uh, I wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. Eat lots of turkey. Or if you're vegetarian, have lots of tofurkey. <laughs> tofurkey. <laughs> no, ter- really. It's no, good. I, I, whatever. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I love Thanksgiving. It's the stuffing, the turkey. So of course, it has to be gluten-free stuffing now. But. Here's here's my motto. Or here's what I say. Yeah. There's a reason we only eat turkey once a year. <laughs> Why? Because it's not good. <laughs> Maybe that or just makes you sleepy. I don't know. I, I'll tell you, my favorite food is not turkey on Thanksgiving. It's other stuff. It is actually the stuffing. And I'll tell you, you know, since I've had to be gluten-free, I, I can't find um, a very good gluten-free stuffing. So if you're out there and you also have to eat gluten-free, please let me know if you know of a good gluten-free <laughs> stuffing because I miss I miss the, the stuff I used to have. And oh, that and sweet potatoes and I'm getting hungry. <laughs> That's awesome. I do want to take a second and thank the several students that left us more five-star ratings and reviews in iTunes, medicalschoolhq.net slash iTunes, if you have not done so yet. We had Rashawn B. from the U.S. say, as a non-traditional pre-med, I wish I'd found this earlier, which is awesome, says invaluable. Tassila, a.k.a. Neurosapiens says arcane information. I think I talked about this one last week, but it was just awesome. The Chris Person says outstanding. C. John F., who I mentioned earlier, says real solid advice. He got into medical school. Congrats, C. John F. Hopeful Doc was the other one that got into medical school. Says incredibly insightful resource for pre-meds and beyond. These podcasts helped me get into med school, and I'm certain they can help other students along the journey as well which is awesome. And then another uh, Canadian five-star rating interview says AMA 0826. And they say amazing, wonderful podcast. So again, thank you for those five-star ratings and reviews. MedicalSchoolHQ.net slash iTunes, where you can leave us a rating and review. Even if you don't listen in iTunes, it's awesome if you go to iTunes, leave us a rating and review there because iTunes is really where the majority of people listen to podcasts. But if you're on Stitcher, you can leave us a rating there as well. We'll take anything and everything. (laughs) It's awesome. Shoot me an email, ryan at medicalschoolhq.net. If you have any questions about joining the academy, if you're looking at more private coaching and advising, give give me an email, ryan at medicalschoolhq.net. And just like last week, Shoot us a, a picture on Twitter at Medical School HQ. Where do you listen to this podcast mostly? Send us a picture where you're where you're at. We had one from Puerto Rico. We had a couple dashboard pictures. We had one uh, cleaning, which is awesome. So we enjoy, we enjoy those. We love seeing that. Go to medicalschoolhq.net slash 104 and let us know what you are thankful for. Again, medicalschoolhq.net slash 104. Tell us what you're thankful for. I'd, I'd be interested to see whether it's your ability to go to medical or get into medical school, your ability to be pre-med, whatever it may be. Come share your 
your thankfulness there. So, as always, I hope you join us next time here at the Medical School Headquarters.